This is it, man. All right, welcome to your corner store. For those of you who have listened previously, I did state the name of the podcast was going to be All the Rage. However, I'm changing the name to Your Corner Store because, well, I felt like it. (laughs) It does honestly sound better to me, so I hope you enjoy the name change. Anyway, we're going to go over a few topics today with my guest. But without further ado, welcome Brian Zimmer. What's up, man? Hey, Tyler. How's it going? Not much, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited. Nervous. Why would you be nervous? I don't know, man. (laughs) There's literally no reason to be nervous. The crowd of people. I mean, all right. You got a million dollars. We're just gonna we're just gonna jump right into it. Jump right into it. You have the you have a million dollars. What are you doing? What are you doing with that million dollars? Or if you're gonna design something, like I don't know, a room, for example, what goes in that room, and why? With a million dollars or more, whatever money it takes to build it. So I can either design a room or use the money elsewhere. Now nah, let's just go with the room idea. With what would room. you What would you put in a like a man cave room? Oh man, the ping pong table would have to be the centerpiece. I'd say right in the middle. The centerpiece. Yeah, because like I feel like if you have a ping pong table anywhere that's not the center, you start to like slam into the wall when you're playing. So dead center ping pong table. You wouldn't put it off to the side? Like, I know, like the room could be big enough so that you don't have to, like, have it next to the wall, but it's still off to the side. Right, right. So does it have to, like, the centerpiece? Wouldn't you, would you want, like, a home theater type deal? Or just, like, a straight ping pong room? No, it would, well, the ping pong, would, there would definitely be a main, main piece of the room, but it definitely wouldn't be all that's in there. It would be the table, for sure, at least a TV per wall. Per wall? Per wall. Is it like a, we're talking about... You said I had a million dollars. You got a million dollars, man. Yeah, a TV per wall. And I think that's reasonable, right? Like, anything anything more than that is kind of excessive. You can't watch that many TVs at once. But, like, no matter which direction you'd be looking, you'd be looking at a TV. Any sport, get you have to get the okay, NFL I was going to say, are you going to have a different, like, something different on every TV? Or are you going to have... The same thing on every TV. So, like, if you're trying to watch a football game, you get up to go to the fridge, and you can still be watching it. You don't even have to. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about taking your eyes off the screen because mm-hmm. boom, you're on to the next screen. I feel like NFL game day when all the games are on at one, a game, a different game per TV, and then you know the night game, every TV at once, just so it's always on. Got the Patriots on? Yeah, oh yeah. They would. Yeah. I think. I, yeah, I think I'd probably end up getting like a. There would be three okay medium-sized TVs and then a big one. And that's the TV that the Pats would be on. Always on the biggest one. They can mm-hmm. never be on it. Mm-hmm. And then a small monitor off to the side for gaming. That's a pretty yeah. simple room, though. Just TVs. Pretty, yeah, pretty simple and room. Just a ping pong. pong table. <laughs> Some yeah. chairs, a love sack. Those are comfy. Some chairs. You know, I'd have, I like a sectional. Honestly, sectionals are really nice. Like a leather one? Maybe not a leather one, but like... Like a suede one that never gets dirty. You know how you can like rub your hand over it and it mm-hmm. changes like one way it's lighter and then you rub it and it's darker. I could picture falling asleep on that. Oh god, it feels so comfortable, right? Leather, I love leather, but it gets hot and you stick to it. Ooh, yeah. You know? Especially during the summer, you know, yeah. Sweaty. Like if you're like literally just your arm. Like just like a barely sweaty arm just on a leather couch, sticks and it's just 
I can I can feel myself peeling yeah. my arm off yeah. now. And it's just like, do you really want that when you're trying to just <coughs> watch all four of your TVs? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like all right, you got your room, but not your car. What do you got for a whip? What are you whipping? Well, you whipping all... a? What are you whipping now? Right now, <laughs> got a 2012 GMC Terrain, fully loaded. Fully loaded. V4. Um, but as far as a car it's that I want. a V4? Want, yeah. That's what kind of bugs me, is that, like, all the hills in Syracuse, like, it's a V4. That's why your car goes so slow up the hills. Yeah, because it's struggling. It's str- it, it literally is struggling. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is new news to me. Yeah, because up, this is the first time I've driven anything less than a V8 in my life. So, like, having to, like, gas yeah. it up everything. Yeah. Yeah, you missed Baby Blue, I bet you. Oh, From yeah. These damn hills. V8, <laughs> 92 Roadmaster. I'm pretty sure even my sedan is a V6. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, like, I, I don't even understand. I guess it's good for the environment, but, like, it's terrible for, like, a practical use of a vehicle in mm-hmm. Syracuse. Especially in the winter. But it's not You get bad. better winter coverage over than, than I do. I mean, I'm a sedan, you're in an SUV, so... Yeah, you could easily like pull out of snow while I'm like, let me shovel myself out of here. Yeah, I mean that's that's a good. It is the only good thing. I guess I would say my dream car would have to be something above a V6. <laughs> any car above a V6. Yeah, any car above a V6. I've I've always wanted a Camaro, but I feel like practically it's not good for the winter. Camaro. I mean, I I've always wanted a Dodge Challenger. Someone speaking of that, someone drove a Hellcat down our street really like two days ago and it was so incredibly loud i have i've never heard one of those cars in real life until the other day and if you want a loud car i don't have a small dick i uh, yeah that that was the first thing holby said too was like (laughs) oh he's got a small compensating for something (laughs) but like it was i've it fucking shook the house like a like a car in the road i've never that's wild yeah i was at the i was at the gym and there was a freaking kid getting out of a Maserati. At Lemoyne? Yeah. First of all, where are you getting the money for a Maserati in college? And second of all, Parents. why are you driving it at school and not leaving it at home? Why you got to flex on yeah. it like that? Especially, in like, it's not even, like, nice out. No, it wasn't. There's still salt on the roads. There, I wouldn't... That's a summer ride for sure. Yeah. Oh, my God. Especially in New York. The Rust Belt, man. I'm not trying to take my car out like that. Again, that's why I, I wouldn't get I still need to get a car wash because I haven't... Got the salt from under my car. That is on a to-do list now. <laughs> Go to Delta. Yeah, for sure. Delta's so nice. Oh, my God, Rain-X. Nice $20 car wash. My car's nice. You name your car? If you ha- if you're going to get your dream car, are you going to name your car? Because I name my car anyway. The funny thing is, I've had, I named every single one of my cars except for the one I'm currently driving. Did your mother? Or- no. It's just or the- your dad? They just kind of happened. I don't even know who picked the names. Like they just literally just happened, and what I feel was, like that oh, should baby, happen. Like baby blue and that. that yeah, the Buick or is it was. Bell? It's a baby Bill. I think it was Bessie. It was one of the. It's a, it started with a B because the car is blue. That's yeah. all I know. And then I had I had an old Explorer that was named Pearl, and I again I have no idea where the names came from. It's just like they just randomly. Yeah. Um. I named my car Charlotte. But, yeah, aren't you from? North Carolina, yeah, but that, I mean, I just, like, came up with the name. I was like, because my first car, I had a red Volkswagen, a red Jetta. Really? I named it Penny. 
Why? I, I don't know. I was like, see, that's... Penny's a great name, so I'm going to name it Penny. They just had, like, the, the best names, I feel like they just happen. They're not planned. But, like, I yeah. feel like that can't be said for, like, naming a baby. <laughs> because, like, oh, yeah, we didn't know. We just kind of, first name that came to mind. Yeah, who names their baby Carl? No offense to any Carl that might be listening to this. But... I've always said that. Never trust someone with only four letters in their first name. Carl, Dave, Mark. Earl. Earl. <laughs> Paul. Paul. Oh, my God. Paul. That's your middle name. Yeah, but that's not my first name. <laughs> Paul. I mean, anyway. We're graduating. Yeah. In, like, what is it, four weeks now? Yeah. Um, that came up quick, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Weren't we just freshmen, like, yesterday? <laughs> Yeah, I was, I was, who, I forgot who I was telling, but I literally felt like it was just yesterday when, like, everyone was freaking out about, like, the first, like, gen bio exam. Like, freaky, freaking Remember out. Remember your flagella video? Oh, my God. I'm so happy people forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> because there was a time, it was sophomore year, and there was a time where that was the only thing that people knew me by. Yeah, I remember when you made it right next door. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't think anything of it at the time. I was just procrastinating actually doing the lab report. And you made it. <laughs> oh, first of all, it was like two and a half minutes, and you have to edit it down, so I know it was longer than that. And the process to shoot it. Oh, my God, the process to probably shoot it. Probably could have done like two pages by then. Yeah, realistically, I probably could have finished the project with the time it took to make the video. Are you worried about graduating? I was. Um, I'm so ready to graduate. Yeah. Every time but, I bring it up, everyone's like, "Oh, stop talking about it!" Like, I don't, I don't want to graduate. Like, why? Like at this point, I'm ready. If you asked me the same question last year, I would have said no. I don't. Oh, want absolutely to. not. I would have been like, "What?" But like, it's been four years. Like it's time. Like I, I'm broke. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to start making some money. <laughs> like having like a full time job and, I don't know, taking a gap year will be nice. Oh yeah, you are taking a gap year. Are you doing anything else besides that? Just my normal job and, uh, yeah, just applying to schools. I'm still kind of waiting on start date. Every day I check my email to see when my start date's going to be or where I'm going to be going. They still haven't told you yet? Still. Well, I mean, you, you do have like a month. Yeah, I mean, still. Yeah, I'm not too worried about where I'm going because, honestly, I'll go wherever. Yeah, I feel like if, if anyone could adapt to just being, like, thrown wherever... <laughs> Out of the people I know, it would be you. Because, like, I don't know. I just feel like you're the you're the only person I know that's, like, traveled. Besides, like, Damiano. Lauren. Yeah. Well, yeah, Damiano and Lauren. But, like, you specifically, I feel like you're the only one that's, like, all right, I'm ready just to just ship up and go. Yeah, shout out to the military yeah. and being a military brat. Yeah, literally. Dude, did you see there was a measles outbreak? Where? That the CDC that, like, deadass released a report from January 1st to April 4th of this year, 465 individual cases of measles confirmed in 19 different states. Are any of them in New York? Um, well, yeah, actually, in, the, in New York City, they released a... In uh, Rockland County, New York, they released a statement, like, a health issue. Man. Vaccinate your <laughs> children, please. I cannot believe please. that's like a real thing that's happening. It's just 
It's because Becky's on Facebook going like, if you, yeah, <laughs> you vaccinate your kids, they will not get autism, Becky. You just won't. That's something you're born with. It is, and it doesn't. The thing is, it doesn't show up until about three years old, because that's when you notice developmental changes uh, yeah. in your child, and that's when and that's when they interact. get shots. Yeah, and, and it just. Yeah, and then like you have a kid getting a shot and being like, "Oh, my arm hurts," and the mother freaking out, like, "Oh, what, what is this vaccine doing to my child?" Or even like, first of all, when you vaccinate anything, it's a dead virus. Two, you're gonna be slightly lethargic because you just got a shot. Yeah, and now your body's um, getting used to that, so there's a lot more. You know, you're a bio guy. You yeah. know how it all works, but just yeah. it's just doesn't it's... give you autism. It's just how many times do they have to prove it? How many times? Yeah, because Facebook is just so easy for everyone to access versus like a scholarly article where they I've I've actually read the one where they disproved um, vaccines causing autism. They disproved it. They're they're like no, and but then like what was the study for that? How did that go? I think it was was in the Netherlands. Mm -hmm. They they just they literally just vaccinated kids. And then they compared them to the non-vaccinated kids over time, and then de- developmentally, and there, there was no correlation between vaccines and autism. And like this was like a, this was research that's been going on for years. And meanwhile, so real sustenance. Yeah, real. Meanwhile, just like a random mother in the Midwest, who just is on Facebook, reading other people on Facebook and being like, "Oh, they must cause autism because this." person said so mm-hmm. i totally random they have no idea about nor their intellect and stuff yeah it's just i mean you you do a lot of work with like donating organs though mm-hmm. i mean you you i see you often like tweet about well not so much anymore because you're off twitter but yeah i had to get away you had to get away yeah i should get off myself honestly but um how has that like impacted what you do as a job as far as uh, donations go do you see it like that there's a spike in those who want to donate or do you not have like that kind of picture? Um, there's a, a lot of people decline donation because of what they read on Facebook. And, and my research for my capstone has pretty much come up with that. It's because people are afraid what's going to happen to their bodies after they die. And um, a lot of people don't do it because it's, it's volunteer. It's, you're not getting paid. Your family's not getting paid. So, like, why would I, you know, donate my, let's say, bones and skin mm-hmm. for someone when there's no reimbursement for me or my family? Do you think if they were automatically to go ahead and change that? So, like, I pass away for God knows what, and I decide that I feel strongly enough to donate my organs and bones and stuff, and my family sees receives a re- reimbursement, I suppose. Is that the right way? I don't know if I would yeah, say I don't reimbursement even, I don't even know how body, that would... But, like, would you see a... Do you think you would see a spike in, in a voluntary... Oh, yeah, absolutely. People are selfish. And, like, when it comes down to it, like, you're not going to want to donate your stuff to save someone, but you'll want someone to donate their stuff to save you. So, like, I mean, there's a need for it, but there's not a drive to donate for it. So, like, the, a, mon- a monetary reward, I guess you would put it, would be great motivation. I know, I think I know, I don't know how true this is, but in, in European countries, it's not, mm-hmm. you would have to, you have to opt out. 
So it's like a yeah, you're already opted in, no matter no matter what it is, and then yeah, you just have to choose to opt out if you wanted to. But that doesn't happen until like you're older, right? You would have to then choose. Um, I th- I truthfully I don't know the logistics behind that, but I know in the UK like you have to opt out, otherwise you're already automatically in it. I mean. I feel like that's just better for everybody. Yeah, because like, how many people are, are are waiting every year, even in the United States, just for organs? Oh, just it's because it's endless. Every year, there's more and more people, and like, it just it never goes down because the little number of people that donate, whether that's just blood or their entire body after they you know they pass away. Is there a blood shortage in the United States? Probably mm-hmm. not. There is mm-hmm. really. Yeah, because again, when you donate blood, what do you get in return? Well, you can donate plasma for money, mm-hmm. but like just a normal, if you just go you in, you should get a slap on the back, give and a like client. a thank you. Yeah, I mean, I think why I, should you get money for donating blood when it's necessary? Well, yeah. For, yeah, that's that's the main reason. Your body but, recovers exactly. It, it just makes more, which is why they don't want to, you know. But like, I, I think people some places they give out ten dollar gift cards. Go well, get a coffee at Dunkin' on me. Here's 10 bucks for giving me your blood. Thank you. Yeah, and, like, I feel like if you tell people, like, how they're impacting others, so with, like, just, like, a pint of blood, how many lives that could save or potentially impact, like, you know, people don't realize that. They're just like, oh, I get a 10 bucks to Dunkin' Donuts because I gave a pint of blood. Like, And you're probably saving, what, how many lives, would you say? Or you know. How much is it? With the pint of blood? Yeah, like, or how, what could that go to? Um, I think, well, what they can do with the blood is they can separate it into its individual opponents, like the plasma and, and the hemoglobin and all that stuff. Maybe up to three people with a pint. And then when you do, like, let's just say tissue donation, which is what I do, um, bones, I think you can donate up to just 12 bones per one donor. And then those, then, then those bones could go be transplanted into, like, up to 50 people. And it's not just like transplanting bones. It's making screws, bone paste, um, wedges, like a bunch of different things that people would need. Yeah, I don't think anyone knows this. Yeah, no, no one does. I have no, I just learned about this in this moment Mm -hmm. right now. Yeah. Bone paste? Mm -hmm. Like when you get um, dental work, like if you get like oral surgery um, or like facial reconstruction, Mm -hmm. um, that's what they'll use. That's crazy. Yeah. Dude, technology. Yeah. First or off, just, yeah. Could you imagine being like the first person they did that to and just like bone paste? We're going to take your bone and make some paste out of it. So Yeah, and then put it into someone else's mouth. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> but it, it is sterilized. I want that to be known. It is clean. It's a sterile process. And they, I think they de- denature the bones or proteins or whatever. So it is, it's okay. It's mm-hmm. safe. Which is another thing people don't know. People don't think it's safe. Um, yeah, I, a lot of this stuff just doesn't seem like it's common knowledge. And it's not. For sure. It's, like, I didn't learn about this growing up in middle school or high school. That's just, just not taught. You know, like, they, they have blood drives, for one. I've never given blood, and I almost regret it because, I, I mean, I can't right yet because I just had these tattoos recently. So you kind of have to, like, wait once you get them, so which is kind of annoying, but... um. I was afraid of needles, oddly enough, but now I have tattoos, so it's like yeah. when I when I get the chance to go ahead and donate blood, I might as well. Yeah. It's not gonna hurt me. So i I did it one time and the only time I did it was to get out of football practice. <laughs> um but looking back, I kinda wish I did it more because like, you know, 
there's such a need for, and you never know when like you're going to be the one who needs it. Yeah. So like realistically, like you can donate blood and then get it back yourself. If like you ever get, God forbid, mm-hmm. an accident, but like, it's just, I don't know. People don't think of the impact of it. They just think of like the immediate, I'm going to be. No, uh, yeah. Tired. It's very rarely that you see people our age or, or millennials like think long term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's because, well, right now we, first of all, I can go on Instagram and refresh and there's a brand new post. Brand new post. I don't, I don't have to wait 10 minutes for another one. You know what I mean? I'll just wait a second and then go, or just even go into the discover section. There's just content constantly. Oh my God. I could spend hours. Oh my God. Hours on the you ever Instagram. Just, you just find page. yourself just scrolling. Yeah. Just scrolling through. Dude, it's, en- it's endless. It's, it's terrible. I remember when Facebook, they first started doing that where you could click on a video and just keep scrolling. And then yeah. eventually they, it would end. And there would just be like 10 videos and that would be the end of it. Yeah, but, but now then, it just keeps on going, yeah, right? Yeah, it never ends. And it's just a hole. And I know I'm not the only one. I know we're not the only one. Oh, for sure not. And it's worse with younger people. Damn, They're, I just feel bad for like kids. Just living online. It's not Take good. five minutes and put your phone down. It's crazy because... My little brother, he's on social media like every second of every day, and you can see like the side effects of that. Yeah, it's not good. It is no. not good. So, like psychologists are just starting to release like literally like this year, they're starting to yeah. release studies. I know Joe Rogan had a podcast where he, he had a doctor on, and they were talking about the uh, just as societal people or just uh, animals and stuff that we are in the way in the we which in the way in the pardon me the way. In which we interact with one another, and it's just like with or without social media, it's just amplified with that factor. So the bullying is worse. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's just that much more enhanced because it doesn't go away. And now, if you're online all the time, that's all you see. So that that always makes me think of the, like the title of the creator. It's like, put your damn phone. Down. Yeah, literally. Like, oh my god, half the problems that kids have nowadays would not exist. If they no. just did not have yeah, depression, right? Depression's increased in, in like the past five years. Anxiety. Oh my god! All yeah. that crap. It's a lot easier to bully someone when you can hide behind a keyboard. Keyboard warrior. Yeah, and you don't have to see the, like face to face the actual repercussion of like what you're saying to someone, because you can tell someone to like just f off online, and like think, oh absolutely, and then you just go on about your day. But like a person who like sees that and like they're told that could be thinking about that for like months. <laughs> Or, yeah. And it could just impact them greatly. That's someone that they're like, wow, a stranger told me to F off and kill myself. Like, really? What does that make me feel? Yeah. yeah. It, as, it, especially as like a 12 year old, 13 year old kid. Oh, I couldn't even imagine, dude. Uh, I mean, what do you do in that? I, I, if I were going to be a parent, I would definitely be monitor- monitoring everything my kids saw online. Not a shot would I. Yeah, I don't even think I'm going to give them a phone until like seventh eighth grade yeah and it's it still at right then before it, high school a flip phone at, at the most if they still sell those do you think they'd still make those in 10 years well i hope burner phones are still a thing because i'll just i'll literally get one of those i i actually have a phone that i got in china that's a that's like this about the size of your hand or the palm of your hand and it's t9 text no yeah i, I it was a it was like 10 bucks. They were like, here, do you need a phone while you're here? Here's a 
a dud. <laughs> so, it's actually in my in my drawer on my desk. So yeah, if you ever want to see it? Kids today don't even know what that means. T nine. T nine. Yeah, they, typing they, they like have that. keyboards, man. Oh they have it good. I remember having to freaking type the same number too many times, and you're like, damn, I went right over the letter. Yeah. You had to go back. Literally pressing, what was it, nine key four times the letter <laughs> S versus today where everything's touchscreen. Oh, my God. And that was just, that was literally just like, ten what, 10 years? Yeah, when I, when we were what? I was, I had my first flip phone. I had a Motorola Razor in fifth grade. So... I can never really do math without a calculator. Yeah, I, I, every time people talk about like how long ago things were, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, 12 years? 11, 12? Yeah. Fifth, because like fifth grade does senior years, seven years, and then another four. 11 years? 11 and a half years? Sounds about right. Rice, dude. Mm-hmm. Jesus and in, in the span of like human history and like life on this planet? A, not even a blink. No. The time it takes you to blink is longer and it is the lifespan we've been on this earth. Yeah. And yikes, dude. And like now, now psychologists are finally studying the effects of it and it's not good. Oh, phones, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Not good. I mean, Fortnite's really big now. I'm obsessed with it personally. Do you think as I'm personally not, but do you think it's as big as it was last year? E, like bigger? from its peak. Like at its peak? Mm-hmm. No, I think it's died down. For sure, really. Um, like the obsession might be stronger with the the people that play it now. So, I me- I wasn't into it as much as before. I of course I played it every now and again, and that would play other games. Mm-hmm. But I'd much prefer play that game now than I would another game. It's a lot harder. I find myself a lot harder to pull myself off the game than I do. If I was gonna play something else, I could easily just find something that's not as interactive. Are are you? Do you find yourself consistently winning? Depends. Depends on what I play, too. So they have, like, for those of you who don't ever play this game, there's solos, duos, squads, and there's a competitive mode, and then they have some other mess-around games as well as a creative where you can you can build and make your own island and stuff. But I play solos and not competitively just because that's a little more casual and I can... It's a lot more casual than it used to be. They took away, like, some... Like some features, so it made it less crazy. But if I was gonna play like play like Holy Dust, for example, I would play Arena or the competitive, but I don't. Mm-hmm. So I mean, depends on what I play. And if I play with Holy or Chris or some other of the other guys, I'll get wins just because squads is easy. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like streamers. It's such a game designed for streamers because they create such a following, and that little kids like want to play with them, and so there'll be more little kids in the game in mm-hmm. games and then it'll be these amazing streamers just shredding them. And so they only get better. Mm-hmm. And then like you see like these little kids, like just spending so much money on the game. On skins. There's some kids though, like on, if you go on YouTube, there's like this eight year old that plays for phase clan, otherwise known as like one of the best gaming clans, I guess if you want to mm-hmm. call it that in yeah. gaming, like teams, in game it's yeah. yeah teams or whatever. He's eight years old. He makes hella money on Twitch. And Twitch is a subscribing service. Like, you just hop on if you'd like somebody you watch or a creator. You just subscribe to them. You can either donate them money or you can just pay them monthly to watch them on a frequent basis. It's actually kind of cool. 
but as an eight year like he's eight, so like yeah, and he's really really good at Fortnite. That like that's the thing to make all that money. It's I mean it's a free service, right? So like YouTube, an eight year old makes YouTube videos. He makes millions by reviewing toys. Okay, so and, and I I'm guess sure it's donations. I'm sure there's too. like yeah, so you can donate on Twitch, but or even on YouTube, there's ad revenue. Parents, I'm sure the parents are looking at the eight year old and what he or what they buy him, right? Those toys. I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> right, but I mean, I've, yeah, I, realistically, he could do it himself, but like, I would hope that the parents are at least a little bit involved in that. But yeah, I'm kind of hungry. Actually, I just I ate don't some do sushi that. though. I just ate a lot. I see. What did you have? I went to Mesa. You love going to Mesa. For those of you who don't know, Mesa is just like Chipotle, except Chipotle, as you know, has had a bunch of crap happen in the news with salmonella, not cooking their food all the way through. But Mesa, same thing, has no problem. I think it's because they're local, and I don't know, something about, because like Chipotle is a big chain, and, right. and it, like that makes you just question like where are they getting their food from? Because they need to supply every store with all that chicken and all that whatever. So it just makes me nervous, I guess. Whereas Mesa, they just have like five locations. And it's literally the same food, except the queso's better. Queso's better? I mean, yeah. They're all because Chipotle is shipping their food in fresh, right? Are Supposedly, they? Supposedly. Yeah, I, I, mean, I mean. I don't I don't know. If I, if I well, you know, screw Chipotle. I, I go there like once a year now at this point. Yeah. I, I went there, what, the other day, and I got a steak and chicken. Breedable. Like, not, it, it's not, like, on my first thing to grab food. No, it, it's, I feel like the obsessions died down. Like, back when. It was it, really big in high school. Yeah. Oh, let's go to Chipotle. Let's go. Let's go to Chipotle. And I had never had it. I didn't have it until I came to college. <laughs> Is it, Oh, yeah. And well, it's then, not like you missed out. But now you know mess is better, so. Yeah, I I mean, I've been to Chipotle like a handful of times. Like when we went with uh, Travis sophomore year, that was like one of the few times I've ever been. Right, and he paid for it. Yeah. It's like it you're like, not going to Chipotle. The thing, my view on Chipotle is like, all right, it's healthy. But when I go there, it's not particularly the best experience. It's always busy. It's just busy. You're just walking through a line to get food, and you're out. And then 20 minutes later after you eat it, your stomach hurts because it's just not healthy. I mean, well, it's healthy, but it's just, like, not working right with your system. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that happens to more than just me. Yeah. No, yeah. I totally agree. But yeah, that, again, that's why I like Mesa is because, I don't know, I just feel like they're – it says where they get all their ingredients from. I know they're non-GMO. I know they're free or organic. Not free. Mm-hmm. But, like, I just, I don't know. I feel like I know more about what goes into your food. Yeah. Which is big because in this day and age, you know, you don't really know. Yeah, they don't. I remember watching something on Shark Tank where this girl was, like, fighting to put GMO labels on food. Like, if you go into Wegmans, for example, and you buy some bell peppers in a package and it says GMO, right? Or just not GMO. I think it should. Because, like, they're, I mean, again, we'll go back to scholarly articles versus Facebook. Facebook, you know, 
Facebook is a cancer. Yeah, and like versus like an actual like scholarly article that's gone through peer editing, all these like years Multiple of review. reviews. Yeah, and like they finally get published saying like GMOs, you know, they're causing these birth defects in children. They're causing, you know, the health problems later on in people's lives, obesity, all this stuff. And it's like, why would you want to eat that? But I guess people just don't know that it's in their food. You you don't have Facebook, do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have Facebook. <laughs> you sound so sad. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because you know why I have it? Because I have family. Yeah. That's it. That's honestly the only reason I'm on Facebook. And to post the sappy stuff like I did the other day. Just because I was thankful. You know, it's not like I'm going on there to be like, hoorah, you know, here's this, this, yeah. and that. It's just like, I'm going to post a picture so my family in California can see it. Exactly. My family in New York City can see it. Like, it doesn't, doesn't matter what it's for, but yeah, there's, I'm there's, definitely way more on Twitter than I'm on anything else. Though. Yeah, that's why I deleted it. I might have to delete it, honestly, but I can't because it's good. Like, it, it was literally like checking, like, the morning paper. Like, you wake up. Do you ever check the Twitter? news app on your phone? No. Do you read the news? No. I might cut off. <laughs> like, ever since I deleted Facebook and Twitter, I, the only thing I have is Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok. And I check my email. TikTok. I'm literally... Do you make TikToks? I've, I've made so I don't make them. I've oh, yeah. made some. And they're not good. I mean, I they don't have funny. to be good. I, I think know. they're funny. But, like, no one else does. <laughs> I don't know why you don't do stand-up. Uh, <laughs> anxiety. Yeah, it just I don't know. I just can't. Just people. Just a lot of people. At yeah, one you time. do hate people. Not that I hate a, people. It's just like you're not a public person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Like half. I don't know. I, college is cool because everyone here is you know they've at least proven themselves worthy enough to get into college and like you can hold like an intellectual conversation with like most people. Mm-hmm. But then you get some idiots. Some stupid idiots. And, like, you, like, not even here, but, like, just in general, in life. Like, people, like, just example, the lady who served us at that bubble tea place. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, right, she right. She literally, I asked her, I was like, what kind of, because I'm new to it. I was like, what kind of popping bobas do you have or whatever? And she's like, I don't know. She literally looked me dead in the eyes and said, I have no idea. And, like, I feel like. I don't know. I'm not saying that she's an idiot, but she should know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like at her place of work. I don't know. I just feel like I hate dealing mm-hmm. with people that are like that. Yeah, for those who are listening, Brian and I went to the mall because I had to get my computer serviced at the Apple store. And uh, we were like, hell, let's go get some boba. You know, who doesn't love a good good old cup of boba and some, some tea, right? So we ended up going to the shop. And now at this point, I, I already know what I want. Green tea with, or green milk tea with boba, right? Classic. I had it a lot in China. Thought Brian might like it. But anyway, they didn't have the boba for myself. So, you know, hell, I thought there might have been like the fruit ones like people put in there. And Brian's looking on the menu and he goes, what What do I get? What do I get? And he's looking at the cash cashier lady and she's like staring at us like we have no idea what's going on. Just dead. Just, Just dead. looking at us. No help whatsoever. And then after we ordered, she was very, very rude about it. Yeah. I don't understand, like, why going out to eat and, like, ordering stuff at a restaurant has to be so, like, regimented. Like, why I can't just, like, ask questions without getting, like, the weirdest look from this person who had, by the way, two different colors of hair. 
like per side of the head. Like come one on. Blue, one was blue, one was pink. Yeah. Like like, like an anime character. Yeah, literally like no I'm not i I'm not trying to judge someone based off the hair color. But come on. But it was annoying. I've I've never we were ever annoyed. Yeah, I've never worked with anyone in a hospital setting who has two different colors of hair. So like I mean I'm not trying to judge anyone, but at the same time, not a good ju- like uh, character trait. <laughs> yeah, man, it's really hard, especially when you go out to eat. You just want it to be perfect. Well, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect, but you want to have it a nice time. Yeah, just nothing going wrong. Just just eating, and it's normal, and no one's weird, <laughs> and then you go home. Like, but some people just can't just can't grasp that. Like, you know. <laughs> Just functioning normally in society, like they just can't. Like, oh my god! <laughs> triggered, Brian's triggered. Get it together, people. We don't want to be out in public with you. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't think that's gonna change. Mm. I mean, it might over time. Who knows? Have you become more docile? Yeah, I hope it's something that changes with me rather than people, because I don't think people are gonna change. But I can definitely change myself. Well, yeah, what's going on? Do you, what do you, do you, if you're going to be changing yourself, do you have, like, do you have a process you're going to go through if you're going to change yourself? Do you form habits frequently? Do you break bad habits? Um, do you I, have tips about breaking bad habits or so on? Well, I do have one tip about, like, a bad habit being a jewel. The best way to stop jeweling is to just sell your jewel. Because if you don't have it in front of you, you're not going to hit it. Like, that mm-hmm. was the reason I just kept doing it was because I had it constantly. And I was like, oh, so I can just hit this. And, like, you know, oh, I ran out of pods. Well, I can go get more just because mm-hmm. I have the thing. But mm-hmm. selling it, it's like, oh, well, now I don't have one. <laughs> you sold it to Holy. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I've sold a couple. I've sold, I've sold one to oh, – I'm not going to mention any names because I ripped them off. But I sold, <laughs> I sold two to LeMoyne students, three actually. And then one to Holby. I'll say Holby's name just because it's Holby. He's one of our guys, yeah. Who in, he told he sold it to his brother, so technically he made money out of it. So, <laughs> and that is how business is done. Yeah, capitalism, supply and demand. <laughs> yeah, literally, I I sold the kid a jewel for forty dollars. No. Yes, I'm I not, sold one for fifty. Yeah, and like you can literally go to a gas station and get it for like what thirty five bucks, twenty five dollars. Kids kids just wanted it so bad at the moment. That I was able to sell it for forty dollars, an empty jewel with no cart, no pod, no pod rather, for forty dollars. Wow. Yeah, I just I couldn't believe he bought it. Truthfully. Yeah, Jewel Jewel had a lot of crap, um, because a lot of high school kids were getting a hold of him and just going to the bathroom and going, so, yeah, and just ripping it right. So now what they did was Jewel requires you to. Show well now your ID, obviously, but like, I think when if you buy online, you have to enter like your social or something like the last four, and you have to sign up, and you have to have a driver's license, yeah, to purchase online. Just wow. because it got so bad that the FDA was like, you better do something about this. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. why they took away flavors: no mango, no, no cucumber. I know they have mint and tobacco. That's it. That's all they have. You can get mango from different countries. Oh God! My my friend has a, you know is a kid from Korea, South Korea. Want to pull up Amazon right now? And they <laughs> they have them there in South Korea. He has this kid shipped them from South Korea to him, 
mango. That's vines. like a four day t- overturn. Yeah, that but that just shows you how addicting it is. That's dumb. It's very dumb. It's not that addicting. Well, apparently it is, but like that's. I mean, wild. I had no problem quitting. I was down to like a pot a day, and like just stopping was effortless. A pot a day, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, it really is. But like, as long as you don't have a jewel in front of you, you're not gonna hit it. But then some people turn to buying cigarettes. Yeah, or uh, <laughs> we have a friend that likes to refer to smoking cigarettes as checking their vitals. <laughs> um, this gentleman likes to drink. And he'll check his vitals every once in a while. Yeah. Step out on the porch. <laughs> Couple minutes out on the porch, check the vitals. Yeah, no, he's a hell of a guy, though. He's pretty funny. Yeah, it's not like he's a, an avid cigarette smoker. No, it's just like a once in a time, yeah. once every now and then. Like when, when they're presented. Yeah. And I mean, everything's good in moderation. Oh, er, no, everything's okay in moderation. Not good. <laughs> but like... You can you can smoke. I know there's a my psych my old psych teacher. She smoked cigarettes all four years of college. Mm-hmm. Then once when, when she graduated, she stopped and her lungs they returned to the normal state they were before. So your body can repair itself pretty easily if you just stop smoking cigarettes. Yeah, I remember being in a dentist's office as a kid, and I would see like a no smoking thing, and it would show a picture of your lungs the day after. And then as it went down on the chart, it was like 20 days, 30 days, a year, two years, four years. And it's like after, what was it, like a year and a half, your lungs are normal again? Mm-hmm. It's, it's just the human body and its ability to repair itself is ridiculous. We are pretty strong motherfreaking animals, yet we are idiots. Yeah. Yeah. There's <laughs> just some. And I believe that's, I don't know if it's a lack of education or parents or what, but holy lord. Maybe a combination of the both. And the environment you're born in has a lot to do with that. Social so. media, I feel like. Social maybe. media. Is everything bad? Everything can be bad, I mean. On social definitely media? Definitely good in social. Yeah, so definitely good in moderation for almost everything. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like, I well, when I was on Twitter, I followed a lot of astrophysicists and. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, doc, uh, Dr. Brian May. Neil deGrasse Tyson, um, just like seeing what they had to say about everything versus, I don't know, local Twitter. So you, you value intellect over everything, would you say? I would say, yeah, because like at the end of the day, it's all about evolving as a population. And if, you know, being smart and like passing on knowledge to future generations is evolving then I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. But, like, people who value, like, I don't know, like, the Kardashian family over, like... Climate change. Yeah, over, like, the dying planet that we live on. Like, that's that's we, where I get we mad. We stand a queen. Oh, my God. Yeah. See, like... Love it. Love mm-hmm. Twitter so much for standing everything that they like. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I feel like that's just a lot of immaturity, too. Combination of the both, I'm sure. But... Yeah, it's just, it's a weird world we live on. <laughs> Man, it's weird. All right, everybody, that was Brian Zimmer. I just want to give a quick shout-out to my girlfriend, Annie. But anyway, that was Brian. Thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, for sure. Hey, we'll do it again sometime. Absolutely.